Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free so make sure you head to the app store or google play download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started what's up everybody welcome back to inside the five i'm griff and i'm will and to all that celebrate christmas merry christmas as this is releasing on friday december 25th uh if not happy holidays and happy new year uh we'll probably well we'll see you guys by New Year's, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll sure. see you guys on New Year's, I think. I think that's yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, in this episode, we're going to be decking down NBA opening night along with the Wednesday slate of games. Big slate. We also got our Xmas Day games. Uh, I believe we got five of those. A little bit of NCAA basketball, NCAA football. We've got some bowls being played, some bowls that have been played. Uh, shout out Coastal. And NFL Week 16. Will, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's get right into it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. So, as we know, Tuesday night, opening night, Griffin's last day of school was also Tuesday. So, it kind of just, I don't know, I just referred to myself in third person, but it kind of just worked out well. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got our lock of the episodes going. Uh, as you may or may not know, I never start off hot. It's just not what happens, but we'll get into it. Well, I will let you start us off with the rundown of all 15 games that were played on Tuesday and Wednesday night. All right, so we're going to start with on opening night. First game was Nets-Warriors, and Nets taking that 125-99. to 99. Kyrie had 26, 4-4. Four and four. Steph had 20 and 10 assists. Wiseman had 19 and 6 boards. Um, the biggest takeaway from this game is Katie hasn't played in two years, about 18 mm-hmm. months, and um, 
nothing has changed. No, not at all. They're it was insane, and him and Kyrie, they just didn't miss. They were, yeah. they literally just didn't miss. And then I'd say another thing is, Wiseman played pretty well for his first game. He did. He, he could. He can really stretch it out too, which I didn't really know. I knew he could shoot the jumper a little bit, but he was stretching it out to uh, the NBA three, which was a big uh, surprise to everybody because that was yeah, one he, of the things. It was yeah. like he he could shoot a little bit in like his three college games that he played, and obviously in high school. But it was like. I mean, NBA threes are a lot deeper, so that was a big, like, subject of is this going to be a weakness of him being, like, a big center, but seems from one game that it's not going to be. Yeah, and I know he he was one for one from the threes, and I don't think he made, like, a normal field goal. I think he had actually, well, like, a jump shot, not field goal, like, bad. No, he had, like, three. Uh, Did he, he have he a couple? Like, three jumpers in, like, the last two minutes of the game. Oh, okay. And I, he made all I, of them. Yeah, so I I don't even think he was struggling in the beginning. That's I think that's what I was kind of that's what I meant to say. And I don't think even if he has those games where he's going to struggle shooting, the fact that he's even able to have a like a chance of making them, that's pretty much that's big for the Warriors because that's like the same thing with us having like Tice in a way like he like yeah. can't really shoot but he can, right? Like he'll he, take he the shot also, and uh, like he yeah, can no, do what he can do. Wiseman was also questionable going in this game with an ankle injury. So, I mean, yeah. we haven't even seen him at 100% yet. So, I mean, he played pretty well for what for what he for what he did. So, yeah, so moving on, uh the second game of opening night, we had the Clippers taking on the Lakers, the old uh in-town rivalry of LA. Uh I locked this game up, took the Lakers. I of of course I missed. Clippers beat them 116 to 109. Paul George came out after his big contract extension, had 33 points. LeBron had 22. AD finished with 18 points. He seemed to struggle a little bit. Um, Paul George looked really good. Kawhi looked pretty good as well. Um, yeah, they, some, they did look well. Some players on the Lakers that looked kind of good were uh, Dennis Schroeder had a pretty nice game. Marcus All didn't look too good. Um, Montrez Harrell got a good amount of minutes, which I'm kind of surprised that Montrez Harrell isn't starting over Marcus All. I am too. I thought he would be a starter. Yeah, just, no. just in terms of what how much Harrell has done for the Clippers in the past, I feel like he right. deserved that to be able to start. But yeah, agreed. But uh, tough loss after the first game, but the four. Out of the past five years, the four teams to win the championship lose their first game. Wow. I was going to say, because we were talking about this um, last episode, we were like, there's like, like these games like are interesting because honestly, any like good teams can lose on opening night. Bad yeah. teams can, well, we don't know who's bad yet, but like teams that were bad last year could win, maybe look better. Hour. Like, yeah. And it doesn't really matter. Kind of. It's just, it's honestly literally like 50 50. There was no. Like, anything could happen. I feel like this was a game where that the Lakers would probably – like, if they lost, this would be a game that they would lose just for no reason. Mm-hmm. And everyone talks about Paul George with that stupid pass that he made. Yeah. But, like, what no one wanted to talk about, he actually just went insane. He had 33 points. Yeah, like like, like he literally bugged. Everybody yeah. just it looks at the negative game. in him. Ruined ring night, so – that's all. That's all that mattered for the Clippers. That's yeah. like the goal of the yeah. That's like the goal of the visiting team every year. It's like you want to ruin ring night. Like that's literally the only goal. But anyways, <laughs> we'll move in 
to Wednesday's games. We're going to start off with our team, my lock, Celtics beating the Bucks in game-winner fashion from Jason Tatum. Celtics beat the Bucks 122-121. Tatum had 30 points and a game-winner on Giannis. Giannis had 35, and Jalen Brown had 33 points. And that Tatum shot was insane. Yeah, no, I just – the worst part is, like – not the worst part, but the best part actually is the play that they drew up, Smart sets the screen to, I mean, get the switch onto Giannis. Mm-hmm. It's like Tatum wanted it on Giannis, and, like – we can't even lie like that was all luck like you can't you don't just bank like that on purpose no oh, i mean no. like like he threw there it is up a, and I was like, there is a good amount of skill like not just any player can hit that over i mean defensive player of the year and reigning mvp but um also Giannis gets fouled with 0.4 seconds left on the clock by tristan thompson totally not a foul but you know yeah that uh, was superstars get those calls uh Giannis choked so just another another little glimpse showing that Giannis just is not clutch at all like Giannis has never I feel like there's never a chance for Giannis to be clutch because the clutch players are the players that like go out and they want that like three-point shot like Tatum just showed that he could do it obviously we've seen Steph do it we've seen all these players do it LeBron when it comes time to come out shoot that three ball or shoot that jumper the problem is Giannis just doesn't shoot jumpers like that yeah no he, he doesn't really take well I mean, he does take shots but he doesn't like he can't like make them like that and then the other thing is they actually showed a clip of tatum not practicing the bank but he was practicing the same like left-handed inside out like uh-huh. gather shot like what basically what he does like he literally practices that move like all the time i guess so like that that's pretty much his go-to ISO move. Like there's no, there's that doesn't even matter. Like right, if he does it the whole game, like I guess you can stop it. But if he makes it, like he makes it. Like there's nothing right. really. You can, like doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no. And he even said it, it. It matters if he gets it off. He even said in a post-game interview that he literally just did not mean to bank it. So, like I mean, I mean, it's a little bit of luck, a little bit of skill. Yeah, but we'll take it. Uh, moving on, Cavs took on the Hornets. Uh, Cavs actually destroyed them 121 to 114. The big winner of this game was Terry Rozier with 42 points. Gordon Hayward had 28 points. Uh, LaMelo Ball. I was going to say uh, Rozier and LaMelo Ball combined total for about 42 points. Yeah, yeah. LaMelo Ball <laughs> had zero points, three turnovers on, I believe it was 0 for 3 shooting. So, uh, you know. One game doesn't define a player's rookie season, but that's not the start that you want to see from the third pick in the draft. Um, nobody really shined for the Cavs. They just beat the Hornets. Like, it was Cavs versus Hornets, so yeah. no one really cared. And, like, I mean, obviously you don't want to see that for LaMelo Ball being the third pick. Didn't, didn't get his first, like, official NBA bucket, but I, I don't think it's that serious at all. I, it'll come. Also, it's kind of – I don't know how I feel because I've been, like, watching the preseason. Obviously, he was just diming everyone up. Oh. But, like, I feel like he's in a situation where, like, like he hasn't really gotten placed a role on him, but I feel like there's, like, a role kind of, like, hinting at him that he kind of, like, doesn't need to be the guy, but he almost, like, needs to be one of those guys. Uh-huh. Obviously, he was the third pick, and, like, Rozier obviously put up 42 points. But I feel like his like his – like, they don't need someone like him. Mm-hmm. The worst after part seeing is, the way they play ever since he went to the Hornets has not really done like as much. And then the one time 
like the first time that he actually has a threat as his position, he just drops 42 points, which is yeah. a career high for him. I was, yeah, I was going to say that must be a career high. But I think uh, what Colin Sexton had a pretty good game, I think, for the Cavs. He played oh, well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he didn't. I still don't know how. Oh, also, uh, Nicholas Batum had broke his hand, I think, or fractured his oh. hand as well. So that's oh, unfortunate for them. But anyways, moving on to actually a quite an interesting game. I believe you called this one, Griff. Magic beating the Heat 113 to 107. Fournier had 25 points and Bam had 25 points. Um honestly Aaron, yeah, I was Aaron was Gordon put up 16. Uh Vucevic didn't do much. Um yeah, I called this game. No big deal. <laughs> like yeah, I don't no, there's not like, much to say about it. I was in, I was kind of in shock in a way, but Cole Anthony looked pretty good too. Yeah, he had some dives out there. He threw a nice lob to Aaron Gordon. Um, you know, UNC boy. Oh, yeah, I, for him. I mean, go 100%. go magic. Go magic. That's really all I can say. They uh, had but, fans too. That was cool. Yeah, they were I think they were the only game, right? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe Miami will as well. Because yeah, they're just like crazy. Yeah. I can't wait for the rap. Did the Raptors play at home? No, they didn't. Right? Uh, no, they didn't. Actually, yeah, they did. In Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I just didn't see that at all. But moving on, <laughs> uh, the Pacers took on the Knicks. Pacers beat them one twenty-one to one hundred seven. Knicks on their way to a zero and eighty-two season, or zero and seventy-two. However <laughs> many games are being played this year, RJ Barrett is. Here, I guess, 26, eight boards, five assists. DeMontis Sabonis, uh, all-star last year, 32 points, 13 boards. Um, big fan of Sabonis. Uh, his dad was really good with the Trailblazers, uh, RV Das Sabonis. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just like another easy dub, the Knicks are the worst team in the league. Arguably. Yep. I, I mean, arguably. But, I mean, Pacers just like – Pacers are just like that team that nobody really talks about. I don't think Victor Oladipo had that great of a game either. He doesn't want to be there either, so that doesn't really help. Right. That was just like another like regular game. There's a lot of games that like there's really not there's not many talking points. Yeah. Other uh, than DeMontis Bonus dropping 32 points. Agreed. And also I think um I think that if, if RJ Barrett can play like this, the Knicks are kind of getting there because they have Obi Toppin now. And yeah, if he pans out pretty well, like, who knows? What, who knows what they can do? And they have Mitch Robinson, so. Yeah, there's no stopping Obi Toppin. Exactly. Um, moving on, we have the 76ers against the Wizards. 76ers beating the Wizards 113-107. Russ had a triple-double before the end of the third quarter, which was his best start for a team, I think, in his career. And beat yeah. at 29 points and 14 rebounds. And he also dropped Ben Simmons. Well, he kind of. I don't, I don't. I don't really know what that like. That was like the weirdest, like ankle. It was like it was like a hezzy, but like instead of going after the hezzy, he just like hezzied the hezzy. Yeah, he like hezzied and then like stomped on the ground. I was just like, and then Ben Simmons just went down. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm kind of so surprised like, that Russ made that jumper too. It, like only no, Russ would make that jumper. That's the thing. Yeah, like. Like, Russ would make, like, the four-foot jumper for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. Only when it's, like, part of highlights. He's a highlight player. Yeah, but 
he got the job done for he on his end. Done. He did not get the job done for the team. <laughs> he did his part though. This is, well, yeah, no. You, everybody in DC, as I just stuttered out of my mind, everybody in DC is gonna see that Russ can put up all the numbers he wants, and you guys will still find ways to lose. Like that's just what he does. And beat at twenty nine and fourteen boards, like he looked unstoppable. Thomas Bryant couldn't stop him. Thomas Bryant's a nice young promising player, but Russ can do literally everything. Like he'll be like, Oh my gosh, he had a triple double in three quarters. How did we or like you would think like, Oh my god, we won by like twenty. Like, nope, you guys still lost by six points. Like literally just like the year that he went off one MVP, like they were just counting his triple doubles. And then once they got to the playoffs, it was a struggle. Yeah. They lost in the second round or first round. I, even. I think it was the first round. Yeah. Like he can't do anything. Yeah. Like so he, he, yeah, he's, it's just different, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Moving on. We got actually a pretty exciting game. Another one of those games that we're talking about, like the Magic against Heat. Uh, Pelicans taking on the Raptors. Pelicans beat them 113-99. Ingram almost had a triple-double. Um, you know, last year you kind of had a coming out year. Uh, he had 24, 9 boards, and 11 assists, which was honestly surprising that he had 11 assists. Pretty good for yeah. him. Lonzo had a good game. I believe J.J. Redick had 24 off the bench, which is, I mean, what you need from J.J. Redick. Mm-hmm. Um Zion didn't do too bad. Uh, he had fa- he had three fouls early in the game though, um, so he was, I mean, playing against fouls while the rest of the Pelicans were playing against the Raptors. And the Tampa Bay Raptors are now zero and one in their franchise history, technically. Uh, Zion did have a sick block though, I believe. Yeah, but they I forgot who was on. They called it a foul. I didn't even see that. Yep. But um. What's it called? Lonzo starting team. to shoot the ball. Lonzo starting Lonzo to shoot 16. the ball. Yeah. I know what what was it? JJ Reddick said um was it before the season started? He like kept passing up open like shots and he was like screaming at him. Yeah. I feel like that's what he needs. He needs someone to just like scream at him to shoot other than his dad. Yeah, just so he gets his confidence up there because he like actually can kind of shoot the ball. He can. I mean you saw him at UCLA when he was at the top Just of the world drilling shots because dude he was hitting deep deep shots in people's mouths so it's like people are like is that going to transfer over to the nba and the only reason that it doesn't transfer over over to the nba is because of his level of confidence which went down because you can't go from clearly the best player in the nation because he was way better than markel fultz in high school or in college like markel yeah. fultz was the number one pick and then it was uh lonzo and then it was uh tatum so mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we know the better of those three right now, but still, Lonzo was clearly the best player in college basketball that season, and that's why he had that confidence. He can shoot. You can shoot when you have confidence. When you know you're going to make it, then you'll make it, but he's in the boat where it's like, everybody's trashing my form. I can't shoot, so, like, I'm just going to miss. Like, that's, like, probably his first thought. So, now that he's getting some confidence, he might honestly develop a better jumper, and he's going to be scary because he can – lock up and he can facilitate and now he'll be able to shoot yeah he's he's gonna he's gonna pan out to be pretty well i think if he if once he gets a shot and once he gets a shot confidence down he's gonna be nasty yeah but moving on we got the hawks bulls uh hawks beating the bulls 124 to 104 
Trey Young put up 37, 6, and 7, and he had a huge game. Yeah, it was just insane. He was just shooting in everybody's face. Uh, surprised by the amount of rebounds, six rebounds for Trey Young. He's like barely six yeah. foot. That's a lot. Um, yeah, overall, he just had a good game. Who's their rookie? They've, uh, they have a top pick, right? It was the center. It's um. Oh, it was. Oh, it's uh, Onyeka. Onyeka. Yes. He didn't play. He didn't play. He didn't play. He, no, I don't think he did. Because I was about to ask, what did he do? But he didn't play. So, yeah. I play. mean, uh, good dub from them. Kobe White. Uh, my friend actually bet on Kobe White to outscore John Collins. That didn't work out. That was literally all I knew from that game. <laughs> I mean, like, I think the way this so far, I don't know how, like, can't say too much. It's only been literally the first two days of the NBA. Like, literally everyone's played one game except for the Rockets. Their game got postponed. But the way it's looking, like, obviously we saw the Heat in the finals, but I think, like, the Hawks got better, but that that moves yeah. them up a spot. Like they were talking about on TNT when I was watching the games yesterday. Like they were saying, like they don't think the Heat's going to be that top four team that they were last year. Like they're going to yeah, fall. A I agree spots. with that. I agree with that 100. Which which makes a lot of sense. The Heat were just like I mean the bubble was like the perfect place for the Heat. They were like a bubble type of team. Well, know? yeah, especially since they had shooters, they had that open gym kind of feel. So yeah. They I mean, were not so like, much right now because they still have all the sideline people and they still have all of the, uh, like, it's not cut off the same. Right. They just, like, they were given opportunities. Uh, they beat the Celtics, which was just insane. Like, Yeah, I know. Like, they looking beat back the, at it They now, beat the Bucks with ease, which the Bucks are a lot easier to beat in the playoffs than the Celtics are because, you know, Chris Middleton and Giannis kind of just fall off a cliff when it comes to playoff time. Not as much, not much so uh, Giannis, but Chris Middleton is just non-existent. But, like, I just, yeah. I mean, they just got, like, kind of put in the right place at the right time for that finals. Run. Agreed. I, I couldn't see the Heat being a top four team this year. Yeah, they're, they're going to slip up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I agree. Next up, we had the Spurs take on the Grizzlies. Will, this is actually another game that I called. I said if the Spurs were their cool rainbow jerseys, they would win. If not, the Grizzlies would win. So uh, you could say I was right once again. I like how the games that I called other than my lock of the week hit. But <laughs> Jaw had 44 points, and he had a Kobe-esque self-alley oop with like sick. two minutes left in the fourth quarter as they were down by like 30. But, I mean, 44 points, that's a career high for him. No sophomore slump for Jaw. He's different. Um. I was looking at the Spurs deadline. They had a few in the 20s, few in the high 10s, but, like, they were just, like, so evenly distributed with points, which just, like, totally makes sense. That's such a Spurs thing. Mm-hmm. And DeMar DeRozan doesn't have an afro anymore. You got cornrows. Hmm. Yeah. That, that's, so that's actually kind of interesting. That's, like, the I number mean, one stat. The Grizzlies will definitely pick it up. I, I feel like it's going to take a little while for all of them to get in click again how they kind of were last season. Yeah. They're getting there. But but they're getting there. I mean, um, if you have your point guard scoring 44 points a game. So, I mean, you're doing you, you got you, you got something there. Right. Which, uh, they they got something there. Uh, we got T Wolves Pistons. T Wolves beating the Pistons 111 to 101. Pistons did not look good at all. And the Wolves are they're good. They're they're a young team. They're gonna be good. 
Yeah, you like my notes for this game? Yeah, it was, those are good notes. Pistons, yeah, another... bad. T-Wolves, young. Yeah, well, it was another one was... of those games where it was like, yeah, hey, like Cat nothing had really a good happened. day. But, like, did Anthony Edwards play? Like, I didn't even he, see his stats. He did play. I, I don't think he did too, too much. Which, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. He's, it was his first game ever. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the Pistons, just, like, they have nothing going for them. And the Timberwolves are, like, so young because, like, D'Angelo Russell is, like, 22. It seems like he's been in the league for seven years, but he's 22. Cash, he's like, 22? 20, I think he's 22, yeah. There's no way. Dude, I think he's 22. Give or take a year or two. Yeah, no, I'm just... All right, he's 24, he's 24. I was gonna say that's like the same thing. That's still very young, though. I was gonna say I think he's might be like twenty three, twenty four, but but that's still like very young. Mm -hmm. And Cat is twenty five, and then that one's right. That one's actually right too. So you can look that up if you want. But I'm right. No, Uh, I I I know he's twenty five. I had. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And then know. obviously you got Anthony <laughs> Edwards. So they got a nice young trio right there. Cause like, I mean, players can be in their prime until like 31, 32, unless your name's LeBron yeah. James. Um, it's just so prone for life or something. Like, I don't really They know. got something brewing over there. Uh, well, yeah, but Anthony Davis is better than him right now. So it was honestly just like another boring game where it was like, we couldn't watch it because it was only on, Pistons local channels. I don't even think it was on the Timberwolves local channels because that's how much the game didn't matter to anyone except for Pistons fans. Yeah, literally, you could only like literally the only games that we were able to watch were obviously both opening night games on Tuesday and then obviously Celtics game, which actually was a primetime game. Uh huh. That was on TNT. Yeah, I watched Suns Mavs. Suns, Suns Mavs was the other one. That was the only two games we could watch. Yeah. And I believe league pass early. Yeah, I don't think I am either. It's it's honestly just a little too. It's just too expensive for what like you get out of it, right? Like it, it's literally two hundred dollars, and you still have to watch commercials. Yeah, and like, like that's not see, even the problem because they have a non-commercial option for sixty dollars more. That's why that's an issue. And like the thing is, like I have NFL Game Pass, and. <laughs> Like, that's worth it because I get to watch seven hours of commercial-free football and I get to see the greatest witching hour. This week, we're going to see the best 203rd episode of Red Zone. Like, 100%. and they don't they don't have that <laughs> on NBA. They don't. Pass. 
and the thing is like i would love to be able to like just tune into i don't know like spurs grizzlies whenever i felt like it with league pass like that's like yeah. the best part about it like if i was just like in between primetime games is like stuff going on like might as well watch maybe like a quarter of a game that i might have been interested in or maybe there's like a rookie that i had in mind that i wanted to see if he was playing or stuff like that like i feel like it's good early on and then Mm -hmm. because playoff time and i don't think you get it anymore it's only for regular season yeah i think you're right because all the playoff games are like on tv so they just like stop running it yeah and like if you want to go watch that rookie that like everybody was hyping up and he plays for like I mean, last year was Jai plays for the Grizzlies. They don't have any primetime games. It's like, oh, yeah, you have to pay like $300 to do so. Like, I literally watched, I watched half the, like, literally every year, I think I watch more rookie highlights scrolling through my Instagram and Twitter than than I think I did just tuning into a game. I mean, the odds that the odds that the Celtics play someone playing like a rookie or whatever, like a star one, they're pretty decent. So I'll get to see them, but it's that's one game. And if they play like crap, then that's literally like, yeah, that's the one game of year that we get to watch for them. Cause like jaw didn't make the playoffs last year. Uh, I don't think I watched a single jaw game. I I, the only game I watched was the, uh, the little play in tournament. That was the yeah, only yeah, same. I watched watch. like Pelicans games because they had Zion on primetime. Because we're, we're boy, all the bubble they games primetime, there yeah, were still the bubble only... games were on ESPN. I was gonna say because I felt like there was one game when they ESPN had those, three... yeah. I was like, I feel like there was one game that I always missed. No, they were on it. Um, yeah, okay, but moving on, William, mm-hmm. I'll let you get King's Nuggets. Yeah, we got Kings Nuggets, Buddy Healed, game winner, runs out of the gym. Yeah. They win 124 to 122. I forgot who Harrison Barnes. So Buddy Healed gets the steal, right? Mm-hmm. And then passes it to Harrison Barnes on the breakaway with like seconds left, misses the dunk. And then he as got the blocked. Ball up, he got was it a block? It looked like he got blocked. He got blocked. Hits like when it hit off the rim, and then Buddy Hill just catches it, puts it back in, and just sprints out the gym. Yeah, that was insane. He had a great. He he played well too. De'Aaron Fox, I think, played pretty well. I mean, stealing one no. from the Nuggets like that—that's pretty. That's pretty good. That, that's a good win for the Kings. Yeah, I believe it was. In, yeah, it was an OT as well. So yeah, yeah actually, yeah, that was that was an OT. That was a good That's game. A good, just like a good win. Like, I mean, you, you it was definitely a stolen win, but. Yeah, like. If but, the Kings I mean, want to come close to the playoffs, they're going to have to steal a lot of those. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you're the Nuggets, you can't really be mad, but, like, that also ruins, like, morale because, like, what just happened. Yeah. But it, it is the first game. Like, like we said, stuff like that's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Uh, moving on, though, Jazz took on the Trailblazers as the Jazz beat them by 20, uh, 120 to 100. Um, you know, some players performed. Rudy Gobert had 20 and 20. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I believe, had 20-something points. CJ had 20 points. And Damian Lillard had nine. Damian Lillard had zero points at the half. His over-under for points scored, if you bet player props, was 28 points. He finished with nine points in the season opener. Um, probably one of the worst performances from Dame I've seen. Because Dame's pretty I'd have consistent. to say the same thing. Yeah, Dame's I'd say consistent. he's good for about 20. 
Yeah, and like, you can't bash him after a game like that because like, he's been doing this for years. Hundred percent. I feel like they. What do they get? They get swept. No, they. they it was five games. They played yeah. in the in in their series with the Lakers, which they they had virtually no chance of winning that Re- series. No, remember when everybody thought that they were going to win though after they took game one? Yeah, I know. I, I I thought they had a chance as well, and then LeBron and AD just said no. Yeah. And then it's what like what am I supposed to like do at that point? Like it, right. it's not even like fun to watch. Like they were just struggling. But I think they'll be fine. They'll they'll collect it. They'll get stuff going eventually. Yeah, no, they, I mean, first game of the year. It's yeah, first it, game of the year. It, it is what it is. Um, we have our last game from Wednesday: Suns Mavs. The last primetime game as well. Suns beating uh-huh. the Mavs one hundred six to one hundred two. Look at thirty two eight and five. Yeah, and uh, they're going to be playing the Lakers on Christmas, which we'll get to soon, but. I don't think Chris Stops will be playing on Christmas Day. I think that's what I heard on ESPN. I, I, I did hear that too. They were saying that because they were like, if the Mavs don't have Chris Stops on on Christmas Day, uh, like you can pretty much say the Lakers are going to win that game. Right. Which is what I want to guard AD. Yeah, exactly. Because like, who are they going to put on AD? Like, I don't even know. I don't, What's I don't his know. Name? Boban. No, not Boban. Not Boban Kleber, Corey Kleber, or Max Kleber, or whatever his name is. It's one of those two. Like, that's who's gonna have to guard AD. So, yeah, that'll be easy. Yeah, though. probably. So, uh, yeah, that wraps up all the first games for every team because that's 15 games, there's 30 teams. Math. Um, so every team has played one game so far. Uh, me and Will have made one lock so far. Will, you are beating me by one game. Um, yep. Thank you, Tatum. And Just congrats, thank you. Congrats to you. You are a hundred percent on the year. Yep, not I'm, for long, probably. I'm starting off zero percent, but you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, I was taking shots exactly. last game or last episode. And will we are going to be breaking down the five Christmas Day games, the Crimmy Day games, the best games of all time, from twelve to twelve. We have 12 hours of non-commercial free basketball, and there <laughs> will be some witching hours, which I believe you predict in game one at 12 o'clock, Will. You can break it down. So game one, 12 o'clock, first game of the day. For some people, will be just waking up and watching that game. Some people will already be up. We have Pelicans heat, Miami minus three and a half. I'm taking the Pelicans to win this game. And that's your lock of the that, episode. That is my lock of the episode. That's a good lock of the episode. I like that lock of the episode. Um, I was thinking about taking it. There was actually a couple I was thinking about taking. But last last episode, I feel like I took an easy one. Mm-hmm. And you remember? Oh, do you remember? A young, a young inside the five, week five of NFL season, I bet against the Indianapolis Colts, right? <laughs> oh, the one time you've ever done that. And then the next four weeks, I bet for the Indianapolis Colts and hit every single one. This is the type of thing I'm going with, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So I'm going to have to agree with you, actually. I think the Pelicans can pull this one out. Uh, they're given three and a half, so that's always good. If they lose by if they lose by a game winner, you still cover. 
Mm-hmm. Um, next up, though, we got the Warriors taking on the Bucks. The Warriors did not look so hot last game, so they're going to favor Milwaukee minus 10 points. Kind of a lot. I think it's a lot for for Milwaukee. I mean, I think if we're talking in terms of spread, I think the Warriors might actually have a chance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they have a chance as well. Um, But I, I can't see Giannis the, losing two I, in a row, especially yeah. to a team like the Warriors right now. Because the Warriors are yeah. kind of just like they're figuring out they have a, like a pretty much a brand new starting five, like literally, and yeah. like everyone's still trying to figure out like their role. Because we saw exactly. on what was it Tuesday, like Ubre played pretty well. I mean, Wiggins didn't have like a great game, but like I feel like it's going to take some time for them to figure out like how they're going to fit into the offense. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, I like Ubre a lot. Um, the way he plays basketball, I like the way he plays basketball a lot. <laughs> um, Andrew Wiggins once again they said that he was supposed to be like a oh this is breakout year uh, not looking like it so far and Andrew Wiggins is the type of guy that I base off of the first game of the year every year so it's like I just like I feel so bad for him because literally like he took one shot and he like bricked it really bad and no one guarded him the rest of the game and he still <laughs> missed like he is so promising like he was sick he was actually so cool he had he had everything he literally had every possible like trait yes. in a basketball player. Like he, like literally, like he could dunk, he could drive, he could shoot, he could dribble. Dude, like he was literally, insane. They literally said he was the next LeBron James. Like that's what they said. They literally said he was the next LeBron James when he was in high school, and then when he was in college, they said the same thing. He got drafted first overall to the Cavs. Then LeBron came and traded him away <laughs> to get Kevin Love. So. LeBron James knew that he was not the next LeBron James. But, <laughs> yeah, I think, Will, I think you agree with me here. I think Milwaukee will win, but maybe not cover. Yeah, I agree. All right, Win, but moving no cover. On, moving on, we have maybe the best game of the day, falling right in the middle. The mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets taking on the Boston Celtics. Um, we've seen Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum turn up to start off the regular season. We know KD. We know Kyrie. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready are going to turn out Brooklyn's favored by three. Will, who do you think is going to take this one? I want to be, like, realistic after seeing what the Nets did against the Warriors and take the Nets. But, right. like, I ha- I actually have a lot of confidence. Like, okay, I really enjoyed the way the Celtics played. I've never I, – I, I don't know what it is, but every single year we watch the Celtics, and I feel like 
Yes. We're just watching the game and like they go on like a five, like they, they get a couple shots in a row. I'm like, all right, we're going to start to build a lead here. Maybe make some defensive stops, kind of get some more points. And then we start just hucking threes and it's like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Instead? No, they didn't do that. They didn't right. do that yesterday. They started Which passing the ball and right. like keeping possession and using more of the shot clock. And I was like a different brand of basketball. I see here. Right. We haven't, we haven't seen that much ever. Like, yeah, basically ever. So I, I don't want to rule the Celtics out in this game because if they can put if they can just kind of find their like way of keeping up with them, they're in the game hundred percent. Hundred percent. But I think I'm still gonna go with the Nets, but they don't cover because they I'm are minus go, three. I'm gonna go Celtics here. Ready? Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart is gonna shadow Kyrie the whole entire game just because I feel like Marcus Smart absolutely hates Kyrie Irving. I feel like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like they liked Kyrie on the team. I feel like Marcus Smart hates him. I don't know why. I just feel like Marcus Smart represents like us. <laughs> no, it literally looks like that. No, so I, he has I, like, I feel like he has the same feelings as us. So he doesn't like Kyrie Irving. So every time that Kyrie's in the game, I think Marcus wants to be in the game and he should mm-hmm. be in the game. And if that's the case, then we're going to win this game. And 100%. Kevin Durant is going to get – he's not going to get stopped. He's still going to get his. 100%. He's going to get his, but it's it's about stopping Kyrie because that's the person that we really can kind of hold to not as many points as they should score. We can't stop KD. Nobody can stop KD, but we can definitely stop yeah. Kyrie Irving. So I'm going to take this be this is going to be also, a huge test for the Celtics. Also, I just want to preface this. Um, I'm very realistic with my Seahawks games, picking Seahawks games. Like, I know when they're going to lose, and I know when they're going to win. But I'm very delusional when it comes to the Celtics. Like, I picked the oh, Celtics. Like, I just said the Nets because I knew that was, like, the smarter decision just to say it. But w- the minute the game turns on, I don't like care that I said the Nets at all. I'm literally <laughs> just like, I'm literally just like, praying. Like the I'm just like, absolutely kill them. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like, like I fall asleep tonight. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't wait for the Celtics to just absolutely kill the Nets tomorrow. Like it's going to be awesome. But I'm not that dumb though. Like I know when they're going to lose, but like on games like this, where it's like the Nets are favored. Like, and, like I, like I said, they legitimately have a chance. Like I'm right, not ruling exactly. them out of this game. It's if just they like, have a chance. I'm picking the Celtics. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I just, I don't know why I went with the safe bet with the Nets. I just don't know. I, I wonder. I just want to know what they'll do against because the Nets, I think, are going to be better than the Bucks this year yeah. if they can stay healthy. And like what we did against the Bucks was obviously good, but. I just want to know what they come up with because the, the Nets bench looked very good. I like that we're playing the Nets earlier in the year. I well, too, obviously, we, we play them a lot because we're both in the Atlantic. But still, I want to see what we can do against them early. And then I feel like that'll help us out later down the road. Agreed. Um, we have our entry into the late night games. Uh, Mavs, Lakers. Lakers minus six. Um, just because we said earlier, Porzingis is not playing. I just don't see any possible chance the Mavs could win this game unless Luca goes crazy. So Which I'm just could. gonna take the Lakers. He he really could. He LeBron really could. won't guard Luca. No, game. so this yeah, so the, like LeBron will pick him up like 
as soon as he starts making buckets and then like when he absolutely needs to. Yeah, they're not they're not going to force it the whole time because they literally don't have to. It's the second game of the season. Yeah, exactly. But I, I still got the Lakers here. Yeah, and then we have our last Christmas Day game, Clips versus the Nuggets. Um, this is going to be a great game. Really, going to be game. a great game. I'm going to let you talk about this one though. Yep, the uh, Clippers are favored by two and a half. Um, I don't see who could stop Kawhi Leonard. And I don't see who could stop Paul George. I think the Clippers match up very well against the Nuggets. Um, I think Serge Ibaka can kind of get his own against Jokic. Like, he's not going to be able to stop Jokic. He's very shifty and all that. But Serge Ibaka is very athletic, even at an older age. So I like like the matchups a lot in this game. Jamal Murray is kind of the only person that can really control this game if he, like, really tries against Pat Bev. But I really, really, really like the uh, like the matchups. So I'm gonna have to take the Clippers. I'm gonna lock that up minus two and a half. I like that. I like that a lot. I agree. I think if Kawhi and Paul George kind of did what they did uh, two nights ago against the Lakers, I feel like they have they have an easy victory here against the Nuggets. I mean, obviously, if, if Jokic can come up big, get some stuff done, and Jamal Murray can play well, I think they still have a decent shot. But I think that addition of Serge Ibaka kind of changes up the Clippers game a lot. Yeah. I Like, I've noticed they played a lot different. I mean, obviously, they lost Montrez Harrell, and I think they picked up someone possibly even better. Just, yeah, better, I think he fits their them. scheme better a little bit them. more. He fits their scheme a little bit more, I feel like. I agree with that. I agree with that. So I'm also going to take the Clippers here. Mm-hmm. And that's going to wrap it up for our NBA section for this weekend. Uh, huge Christmas slate of games. Uh, I know we'll be watching literally all day. Got really nothing else to do, you know? Yeah. I'm excited, so, though. Great yeah, games. I'm exciting, too. I'm exciting. I am exciting. <laughs> no, but for, uh, I am excited, too. Uh, Will, we are going to move on to NCAA basketball. Um, had an interesting week of games. We're going to start it off the old rivalry, the Wolfpack from NC State taking on the Tar Heels of UNC. Will, me and you both picked. I have all our picks up here, so we don't have to guess right. this time. Uh, we both picked UNC, obviously. They lost by three. Tough loss for the yeah, boys. That was a tough loss. But, well, I mean, know. hey, it, it happens. happens. It really does. And that's like – there's not much you can like talk about, you know, tough loss. We'll be back. Like stop sleeping on UNC. We have the best jerseys in college basketball. 100%. Uh, I think they're not, they're not <laughs> terrible, but I mean, it's tough. It's just honestly, yeah, it's just no, it, it was just, it was just tough. It was just tough. Losing any game within a score is just tough, but moving yeah. on. Uh, Will, I'm going to have you guess who, you and I picked against Texas Tech versus Oklahoma. Texas Tech won by two points. Did I did I take Texas? Did we both take Texas Tech? We both took Texas Tech. So we are oh, one okay. and one right now. Wow. Great. Yeah. Great pick right there. They beat Oklahoma 69 to 67. Another game within a score. So that that was a yeah. big pick from us right there. Big pick shout from out us. the matchup predictor. Shout out ESPN's bubble predictor, but don't shout out ESPN. All right, next up, Will, Kansas took on West Virginia. They killed them 79-65. to 65. Will, who did you pick and who did I pick? Guess. 
Did I take West Virginia and did you take Kansas or did we both take Kansas? No, nah, we, we both we took bo- West Virginia. No, nah, we both took West. No, nah, we took we both took Kansas. We took Kansas. Thank uh, God, so, yeah. say, yeah. That would have yeah. been what was the that team was, last week that literally got absolutely killed and we took them? And it was it just was, uh, it was uh, it was just wait, a bad it? show. It was Louisville and they lost eighty five to forty eight <laughs> against Wisconsin. That was yeah, that was insane. But uh, it was a good pick from us. No, it was one of the better picks that we had. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Luca Garza and the Shooters of Iowa. They took on Purdue, beat them seventy to fifty five. Well, um, my dumbass took Purdue. You took Purdue. I knew I took Purdue. I don't think I've taken Iowa like all year, and like I'm just doing that just because if they get upset, like I called it. Yeah, I don't. It's because you took the Boilermakers one time, and they won, and they won. So you were like really hot off it. I think. Yeah, but you know it. It, it happens. No, it. It like really does happen. That's the thing. So what are we now? I'm two and one, or I'm. What we we were we were both we were both um, one and one, and then we had the same two picks in a row. So we're. I'm one one. I'm three. We're we're both three and two. I think. Or you're three and one. I'm three and two. I'm wait. No, wow, no. this is some great math from us. Well, ready. Oh and one, one oh, and yeah, one, two and one. Two in two, three. So you're two and two, and I'm three and one right now. Yes. Okay? All right. Moving on. Illinois took on Penn State. Um, <laughs> and I am two and three. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I am three and two as we both took Penn State because Illinois just loves to absolutely break my heart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, uh, yeah, we're just, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Next up, Creighton took on Xavier. Oh. Um, I'm not three and three. I am two and four. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not fair. Shout out Rob Consalvo, state rep. Will, you still don't know who that is, but yeah, but I'll let you know. Shout I'll let you out. know after. Shout out Rob. Shout out Anthony. Shout out the whole fam. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tommy, tough loss again. Like what? What now I'm now now I'm also going to be two and five. We have Ohio State Rutgers. I took Rutgers. I was actually forced to take Rutgers. I was going to take Ohio State, but because I took Rutgers like the episode before, I like had to. Yeah, uh, I took Rutgers. So wait, no, I didn't. I took Ohio no, State. No, right? You took Ohio State. I took Ohio State. Yeah, it's right there. Um. So yeah, overall, I went. What was it? Five and five and four, is that right? Yeah, is that wrong? Five and four, and yeah. you were something three like and five, three two and, and five, two and five. There's only seven games. Wait, we're so bad at math. We're One, actually two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you were two and five, yep. and I was four and three, I think. Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, look at us. All right, you know what? Let's get away from math. Let's go straight into the games to watch this weekend. Will, I'll let you let you break them down. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. We got wait, not wait, a whole pause. lot of games this weekend. Okay. Pause. No matchup predictor this time. No matchup predictor? See, the thing is, I already beat you to it because I know what the matchup predictor is. I actually hate you. <laughs> no, nah, I don't actually know, but I do at the same time. Like, well, I don't you know looked the numbers. At it like but a little bit ago. I looked at it like when I did the doc, and I, I don't know why, but like, this is like my favorite part because we use like the matchup predictors <laughs> everywhere. Every single game has one. I only care about it right in this for these games. Like I don't look at all. So we got not too many games this weekend. Um, there's just there, there's a lot of games being played on Sunday, but there's just not a whole lot of like um, really games to watch. I'd say, yeah. yeah. But we're starting off on Christmas Day, Wisconsin versus Michigan State University. Griff, who are you taking? Uh, Wisconsin, uh, absolutely ruined our dreams once. I'm gonna have to take Wisconsin again. Yeah, I'm also gonna take Wisconsin there. I I, I need to make a big comeback for these three games here. So hundred percent. I'm hoping two and one. I'm just hoping two and one. And, I'm going for three and zero oh here. Um. So we got our next game. We have the number one ranked Gonzaga versus the 16th ranked Virginia, and um. I'm going to take Gonzaga here, but I don't be surprised if Virginia wins this game. I'm taking Gonzaga and be surprised if Virginia wins this game. I The matchup predictor says otherwise. You know what? Screw the matchup predictor. <laughs> and then we have the 23-ranked Ohio State versus North... What just happened? Okay, yep. Northwestern. Uh, versus Northwestern. Um, Griffin is taking Ohio State, as he already wrote in the doc. I will be taking Northwestern. Yeah, that's that's where we separate each other. <laughs> yes. The matchup predictor is not in Northwestern's favor, but Northwestern's actually not that bad. And I think Ohio State is they're, they're not the highest of the ranks, but I believe they have a legitimate chance at this game. I yeah, almost that's... took 16 Virginia instead of taking Ohio State. That went through my mind, but we're going to take – Northwestern instead. I think that's the smarter decision here. Also, I have not watched a single Ohio State game. I just know I picked them once and they won. So I have not either. I have not watched Northwestern play either. So <laughs> all right. Oh, Northwestern. That's, that's gonna wrap up NCAA basketball. We're getting close to the uh beginning of 2021. That's when it really gets exciting. That's when it really picks up. Uh 100%. you know what's really picking it's up the right now, Will? You know what's really picking up right now? Bowl season. Bowl Hell season yeah. is absolutely picking up. We had a few games over the weekend. Not a lot of interesting games. Not a lot of great games. 
Uh, and we have um we have a few games, I guess, coming up soon. If, if you want to say so. So, Will, I'm yeah. just going to start us off here. Uh, the Boca Raton Bowl. Um, BYU, 16 rank, took on UCF. BYU beat them 49 to 23. Zach Wilson threw for 425 yards in the air with three touchdowns. He could not do so against Coastal Carolina. He's actually in the latest Adam Schefter mark, mock draft. Is that Adam Schefter that does it? Who does the mock draft? For oh, it's um, it's not Adam Schefter. It's not Adam Schefter. Um, I'm gonna look it up because I'm really mad. That Mel Kiper. Yes, Mel Kiper. Got you. So Zach Wilson's actually supposed to go second overall in the draft. Wow. Over Justin Fields. So, yeah, crazy. He can't even beat Coastal Carolina. Um, <laughs> but now that's, like, the only game that really mattered other than the Myrtle Beach Bowl, like, the best bowl game ever is played at Coastal Carolina. <laughs> but no one cares about who played in it. It was actually Appalachian State, but, like, who cares? They won. Uh, coming up on Friday, so the day of this recording, uh, Christmas, um, the Camellia Bowl or the Camellia Bowl, either or. Um, we have Marshall taking on Buffalo, wow. the Buffalo Bison, uh, and Marshall has a nice color green. Will, who are you taking in this game? Um, I'll take Buffalo. Actually, yes, no, I'm definitely taking Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo too because that dude, that dude is insane. In two games, and had eight uh, touchdowns. Like, what yeah, is going on? He got stopped in the conference championship against Ball State, but. I mean, comeback week for him. Um, next up, we have on Saturday the first responders bowl, and that will be played between number 19, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, taking on the University of Texas, San Antonio. Uh, Louisiana gave Coastal Carolina COVID. That's what I think. So they didn't have to play against Coastal. Um, they did it on purpose. I'm going to still take Louisiana to beat the University of Texas, San Antonio. Uh yeah, I'm gonna take Louisiana as well. You're not a big University of Texas San Antonio guy. I almost wanted to take them just because I have I just don't know University of Texas San Antonio. I didn't know they were University of Texas San Antonio. I had to look it up. I was like, what the hell is UTSA? Like that? Like if you just left that there and you didn't say anything about them, I would have been like that dude. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but I know you know what I'm talking about when UMBC beat virginia in march madness and the dude said university of massachusetts boston college on twitter <laughs> yes. like he was being so serious like he thought it stood for university of massachusetts boston college <laughs> like yeah, that no. would have been me right there i would have just been saying random stuff like university of i probably would have said tampa south america like i don't actually <laughs> know. Like, i don't know University of Tampa, South America. <laughs> like, I don't know. Get beaten by the Asian Cajuns. <laughs> anyways, Will, moving on. Literally the most important bowl game ever. Ever. On Saturday, the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Like, literally the best bowl name I've ever heard of in my life. Liberty, not at 9-1, and one, is taking on the number 12th ranked Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. The boys with the mullets, the boys with the teal turf. Um, Liberty was ranked at one point. They took a tough loss. Uh, they should have won the game. Um, but you know what, Will? We've been sticking to it all year. 
Coastal is our squad. You can't go against them here. Yeah, why change now? There's no need to. Right, and what better bowl for them to play than the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl? So the FB, I mean the FMCB bowl. Oh, no, the FMCB. Or the FMC bowl. (laughs) It would be the F. Well, you're forgetting about the FBC. So it would be the FBC MC. Oh, so it's MC FBC word. That's not what it is. But anyways, go Shots. Yeah, 100%. Go Shots. Uh, next week we'll be back with better bowl games, but the game to watch is on Saturday. The F- the FBC MC Bowl from 100%. the Liberty. Is it the Liberty Flames? I want to say it's the Liberty Flames versus the Coastal Carolina fighting Chanticleers, the mighty Chanticleers. Is it the Flame? Probably. Hmm, I don't know, but that's going to be it for our NCA football college football segment. Moving into an interesting slate of Week 16 games, probably one of the more important weeks in football, I'd say. Mm-hmm. We got starting off. I don't think we've. I don't think I've seen this in a while. Christmas Day football, like NFL. Saints Vikings. I mean, Saints are Saints are uh, minus seven. Uh, be, give me the Saints here. One. Give me the Saints here, and I also want to bet on the under of flags thrown in this game because I think that there won't be a lot of uh, missed calls, but Mm -hmm. there won't be a lot of over calls because great officiating crew. Uh, I actually look up the officiating crews, and I, like, know them because if you guys don't know, which you don't, I actually rep high school football. Um, yeah, no big deal. I refed it as a high school student, so that's like literally yeah. the worst flex you could possibly have because like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't play football in high school, I refed it, and like that's not a flex at all. But I'm gonna flex it. Uh, refing is cool. Uh, the refs in this game are very good, very talented. I, 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 saw, I saw the list too. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a great officiated game. I think I'm gonna take the Saints though. Hundred percent. I'm gonna have to take the Saints as well. Avin Kamara, I need you. I need you. Next, we're up, gonna get to that. Next up, we got the Buccaneers taking on the Lions. Another game. Tampa Bay favored by ten. DeAndre Swift, I need you. I'm gonna take the Lions just because of that. Just because of that. If you guys don't know, I'm in the Super Bowl in fantasy. I have DeAndre Swift. I have Alvin Kamara. I'm literally picking the teams that have my players right now. Um, I'm going to go Bucks, but they don't cover their minus 10 spread. I think people are low-key sleeping on the Lions. I think, like, they're literally just like, they're just like, oh, the Lions. Just eh, give them they don't 10, have their probably. Coach. They don't have their coach. He has COVID. Oh. So they fired Matt Patricia, and then they got their, like, injured. So does that, so does that like, kind of, like, contradict the whole, like, if you're a coach, like, is fired, you win a game. But if you're, does you, if your coach like has COVID, does he like, do you just win the game? Like, do you win the game? You know what? Give me the Lions. They win the game. Exactly. <laughs> the Lions. <laughs> just get, you know what? If, if they win. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know anymore. This I don't is another know. game. Like I've been saying, if they win, it's like, yeah, we called it. 
And if yeah. they don't, it's like, well, I mean, hey, we gave it our best shot. Does that ruin the Bucks as well? Does that ruin anything for them? Yeah, I think so. Because just ruins them mentally. It's just like, oh, we lost to the Lions. You know what? Well, who's next? Panthers? Just, just take the spot on at this point. Yeah, like, we didn't even want to be here. We just lost to the Lions. <laughs> but yeah, DeAndre Swift's going to run for 500 yards. Next up, 49ers taking on the Cardinals. Uh, they share a home stadium. Uh, this game is also on Saturday. Uh, the Cardinals are favored by five points. George Kittle is expected to return. Wow. Um, I don't know why Arizona's minus five. It's a home game for both teams. I think it should be even. It should, it should just be even. Yeah, there's no – it's a home game. Arizona it's just, fell off it's, a cliff. They, they really did. I, I don't really – I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not understanding what really is their issue. Like for no reason. I feel like they weren't activating DeAndre Hopkins as much. If I'm going to be honest, I don't feel like he was doing. A, I don't. I don't feel like he's getting involved as much. Which obviously he's probably getting double covered. He definitely is because right. we saw we saw what he can do. Like no one wants that to happen to their team. Obviously, what he did mm-hmm. against the Bills. No one wants that. So, I mean, they're trying to prevent anything from him from exploding, having a great game, which makes sense. You're going to do that against a star wide receiver on any team. But I feel like they need to find a way for him to get more involved because if they're just relying on, like, they, they did a lot with Larry Fitz last weekend. They did a lot with they did a lot with Isabella, right? Yeah. And and Kirk. And, Kirk. and, then, and they, they throw a lot to their tight end. And I feel like if you just, like, you, like D-Hop helps that whole process move a little bit more smooth. Uh hundred percent. So yeah, no, I I can't see the Cardinals losing this week. I really can't. Yeah, no, they'll they'll win this game. Give me the cards here. Say that. Moving on, the Dolphins taking on the Raiders. Our final Saturday night game. Boy, do we love some us some. Wow. Can I restart? Yeah, restart. Yeah. Everybody can hear me restart. So the Dolphins <laughs> are taking on the Raiders. Boy, do we love us some Saturday night football. Miami, minus three. Tua Tungavailoa. Mike Gusecki. The, the defense. Van Ginkle. Yeah. I think he's on the Dolphins. They're doing it for Shula. Give me the Dolphins. Minus three against the Raiders. I mean, come on. The Raiders are absolutely falling off a cliff. You have to give me the Dolphins here. I'm locking that up. Hundred percent. I like. And that this is a, a big lot. week for me. I need this. It big. is a big. It is a big week for you. And, I, and this is also this is also a big week for the Raiders as well. They literally need to win this game. Yeah, and they won't because the Dolphins need to win it too. Yeah. So, Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Hundred um, percent. That's going to conclude our Christmas Day Saturday day evening games. Um, actually, believe it or not, the Saturday games. The Bucks Lions is one o'clock game. It's literally like basically we just got one game from Sunday, like at each time slot. Oh, that's nice. Because the Dolphins Raiders game is at a Sunday night time slot. The 49ers Cards game is, I believe, is at the four o'clock primetime slot if it was on a Sunday. So that's pretty cool. But moving on to our Sunday games, we have big games all across the board, I'd say, for every team involved in the postseason action coming in a couple weeks. 
we're going to start off with Ravens Giants, Baltimore minus 10 and a half. Um, this game, like I said, is actually a pretty big game for the Ravens. They do need to win this game to kind of have hopes. Right. That is true. And the Giants need to win this game as well. But yes, they're going to win, but they will not cover. I agree there. I don't think they cover. I think it's a little bit too much for them. I mean, they have been playing well. I'd give them that, but I don't I don't know. The Giants defense is not terrible. But yeah, that's true. They have a great uh, nickel corner. He went to BC. But mm-hmm. Marquise Brown, big day for Marquise Brown. Need you. <laughs> you need do. you, Marquise Brown. I need you. Moving on. Get the Falcons taking on the Chiefs. Kansas City favored by 10. Lock up the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey. I need you. <laughs> it's never like, ending. Yeah. So this game here is quite interesting. I'd say Falcons. Um, they can't really do too much. I think what are they? Are they second? No, they're not. That forgot the, the bucks are in there. Yeah. No. Why did I even say that? That just, that didn't, I, I didn't say that. didn't say that. You should but anyways, probably just leave. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said <laughs> they were, I don't know why I said that. I totally forgot the bucks were in their division for a second. Um, Reason why this is a big game: one, Chiefs don't really need to win this game, but like they're but going they to. Lock, they lock up the buy here. They that's exactly they, they lock up the buy here, and the Falcons are known to either have the lead and destroy it, or somehow destroy another team's lead and still lose the game. So and the Falcons are really Chiefs bad win. against tight ends. Yeah, I, I don't get the Falcons, and I don't think I ever will. I actually don't know if they're bad against tight ends. I just really hope they are, because like, why wouldn't they be? Like they have to be, right? They're just like decent, and then like they like cut down the lead, and then they're just like, oh, we're about to win the game, and then they just like it. Then it's like reverse, reverse witching hour, and it's like, wait, what's going on? Is it still witching hour? And then they lose the game. Yeah, it's like reverse, reverse. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but next up, <laughs> great we've game. got great game. The Browns taking on the Jets, who are in overdrive. Cleveland minus ten. Cleveland will win this game. Um, I don't need anybody in this game. so I wouldn't say the Jets are in overdrive. I'd say the Jets are in drive. They, they, they haven't, they're still not kicking that extra uh, gear yet. They started the car. They started the car. Yeah, we'll give them that. They were overdrive when they won the game, but it like went, it went, back, went back down. down. It went back down. Yeah, it definitely went back down. But the Browns are going to um, win this game. The Browns are a good football team. Yeah, and I think they might steal the division from – the Steelers. I could see that because the Steelers have a tough game, even though they really don't coming up soon. Yes, I I agree hundred percent. But we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get that we're gonna get that. We have oh, wait, Bears, no, Jags. Game. I think this is the only game that really doesn't have too many implications, other than I think the Bears. I think the Bears are in. Are they in some form of? Are they like I don't know where they are. I'm so confused. I think they're like seven and seven or something. So, I mean, I guess it is kind of a big game for the Bears because the Vikings went on a big losing streak. The Lions aren't doing that well. So, this is a big game for the Bears, but, like, overall, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot from this. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to take the Bears because I just don't – the Jaguars are not good. So, yeah, no, I'm going to have to agree there. Uh, the only implications this game has is uh, first pick for the Jags. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's that's true. Um, we have another pretty much no effect 
into the postseason game. Texans, Bengals. You know what? Give me the Bengals. They're the hot. Texans. Give me the Texans. The Bengals are not going to win. I don't know why I said that, but no, you pick we'll, them. We'll roll with it. Um, probably I'd say one of the biggest games we have this weekend. Uh-huh. Colts, Steelers. Was it Colts minus one and a half? Yep. Um, yes, Colts minus one point five. I'm gonna have to take the Colts there. I think the Colts are a good football team. I think they match up well against the Steelers. I do too. I think the Colts win this game. Um trying to think so if the colts win this game right browns win are they where where do they stand (laughs) i think the browns are what are they right now 10 and 4 so i think if the browns win yeah so browns win steelers lose it's it's tied it's tied and let me look at their – where we got – you know what? We're going full depth in this. This is this is great. This is great. Oh, here we go. We tried this last time. It didn't work out well. Um, okay. So, Steelers 11-3, Browns 10-4. and A win for the Browns and a loss for the Steelers would result them to be tied in the division right now. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm not mistaken, week 17. So, okay. Yep. So literally, week seventeen is for the division. That's insane. That is actually insane. Wait, what? That's gonna be a good game that the Browns win. Week seventeen, Browns Steelers. Week seventeen, Probably. Browns. Browns. Yeah, Browns, and they literally just take the show away from the Steelers. That'd be hilarious if the Steelers don't win their division. Ah, excuse me. <laughs> After starting off ten and zero, yeah, that would it was eleven and zero. Yeah, eleven. Uh, I think it was eleven and zero. Yep. Shout out you too. Next up, <laughs> we have the Panthers playing the football team. This is the first time that I'm not saying the Panthers have played this team more than once. Um, I've never seen these two teams play in my life. So uh, the football team's favored by three points, and I'm gonna take the Panthers just because. Um, in the franchise that's coming out soon on YouTube, I am the Panthers, so I'm just going to take them because why not? Why not? I'm also going to take the Panthers in this game. And the division of the NFC East that it is, I'm ruined for the Cowboys right now just because I think it would be sick. They have a good running back, and he's not named Ezekiel Elliott. Like literally, like like that's actually insane. That literally everyone was talking about. Oh my god, the Giants are in the running for the winning the division, and then all of a sudden it was the, the football team for the longest time. It was football team and Giants. Then the Eagles stepped in a little bit. Then they lost last week. Then all three of them lost last week, and the Cowboys are just on a roll. So honestly, I love it. Like I love how bad they are. Like before, it was like I was mad that it's like why well, can't like a good team be in that division? But now it's like cool because it's like. They're, like, starting to be good. Like, the Eagles could win a playoff game if they get in. I agree. They they can win a playoff game. Mm-hmm. They held their own against the Cardinals. Like, that's big. And they beat the Cardinals. Did they? Didn't they? Oh, they no, beat no, the they Cardinals. I, I swore they lost. They probably did. I'll look that up. Yeah, no, yeah, Cardinals won 33-26. Oh, I thought they beat the Cardinals. But it was, like, the closest game for, like, 
the whole game. I think yep. the Cardinals just stepped up at the end. We'll call it a win. <laughs> We're just going to call it a win. Yeah, no, but um, next up, we got a game that doesn't matter at all, but it actually means the world to us. The Broncos are going to lose to the Chargers. Chargers favored by three. Will, this is all you. Oh, yes. We have Broncos, Chargers. So hear me out here. Hear me out here. Chargers on a two-game win streak. We've bolted up two weeks in a row. Imagine. I say, why not make it three? And why not at the same time lock them up minus three? They win by a touchdown. Give me the Chargers. Bolt up. Bolt up. I'm excited. Wow. I'm, just, I'm just so excited. Just, like, think about this right now. Justin Herbert has this week and then next week. And then we don't get to see Justin Herbert for a whole year. <laughs> That's why you just. I just got really sad. <laughs> I'm actually really... pissed. I'm actually pissed off right now because, like, I just have two weeks left of Justin Herbert, and that's it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then I get to watch some playoff games without Justin Herbert. Without our beloved Justin Herbert. Uh... Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Justin Herbert's actually my girlfriend's home screen, so <laughs> there's there's no winning. Even like Justin Herbert's my home screen too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> there's no winning. There's, there's no, no winning. Justin Herbert. There's no winning, but there's no losing. Yeah. So Full it's just we're just pushing a spread. <laughs> Next game, we have. Literally the most important game ever in the NFC East as the Eagles take on the Cowboys. Philadelphia is favored by two and a half. Will, I'm sorry. I know you're rooting for the Cowboys, but I really think the Eagles pull this one out. I do too, but I'm still going to pick the Cowboys because I just want them to win. That's, yeah, that's would, literally like, I just want that to happen. It would be fun because like the Cowboys like, oh my God, the Cowboys were so good. And then everything like, just fell apart. Like, they were actually going to be really good. Like, Dak is good. He was throwing for 400 yards a game. Like, I think he would have led the league in passing yards. He led the league in passing yards four weeks prior, four weeks after his injury. Yep. For four weeks, he still led the league. So, like, everyone, no quarterback was hurt other than him Mm -hmm. for four weeks. In, in that span, Josh Allen threw for 300-plus two weeks in a row and still was not ahead of him. Yeah, that's insane. That is insane. Yeah, like that's like crazy. We have another big game. Honestly, I don't even know what to think about this game. I, I, don't, even, I don't even know. We have Rams-Seahawks. Right. I'll let you go. So, this one. you ready? Yep. This is... The game that decides 
everything. <laughs> literally no, everything. Literally it is. No, like literally everything. And I want this game to end with the final score of like 536 to 535. <laughs> <laughs> but hear me out, Will. As, as the Seahawks, would you rather play against the Saints or Rams in the first round, or would you rather play against the Eagles or, like, the Giants or the Cowboys in the first round? I'd rather play the Eagles, Giants, or Cowboys, but at the same time, I'd rather play the better team because if we win, then you have more. Then you have um, an easier road and more confidence. Yes. So, yeah. Because I feel like a game – I feel like as odd as of a year this is – that NFC East scares me in in a very odd way because it just it would be just so 2020 in general like not even speaking in terms of Seahawks like in terms of just that positioning right so you think you're going into an NFC East matchup you're like all right this is an easy first round playoff dub here and they uh-huh. know you're thinking that they know it already uh-huh they have nothing to lose they well, have the thing, no reason to put everything on the line just for that one game. Just the because they, is, they know that they'll be on top of the world because they won that one game, and that, that's really it. Yeah, but we literally did that last year. We went into the Eagles. We went into Philly, and we took it over. And then we lost to the Packers saying, in the second I, I, round. Yeah, I think so I'd that, rather play like the that's where, team. That's where you got it. Like That's where you got me messed up because like if they were to play against a team like that, in the first round, say if I think if we beat the Rams, we won't have to play the Rams in the first round of the playoffs. So, ready, Will? I'm about to I'm about to get us going with more standings here. So, That's let's right. go to the NFC Beast. Washington is currently up a game. So, say we would take on the Washington Football Team, which I love. I would love to play them. Uh, we're ten and four. So are the Saints. So are the Packers. So as, or no, the Packers are 11-3. Sorry, Packers are 11-3. So let's say the Packers lock up the one seed, okay? Let's just say it all ended today. Packers will lock up the one seed. Um, I believe the Saints, let's see, the Saints would be the two. Wait. Yep. Mm, Saints would be the two because they have a perfect divisional schedule. Um, and we would be the three. So we would play against the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. We play against the Buccaneers if we were to win this game. Um, I'm just gonna say, like, I want the Seahawks to win, but I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I think the Rams win, but I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. And I just want to say, Russell Wilson, I need you. You've never failed me in my whole entire life, except for that one time. You've literally never failed me in my whole entire life. That wasn't even your fault. I forgive you. And I need Daryl Henderson. Or Dar... Dar yeah, Daryl. I thought it was Darnell one side. Daryl. I really believe in him. Cam Akers is out this week. The Rams That's bad like news to for us. run. The Rams like to run. That is bad news for us. We're big Cam Akers guys. But they mm-hmm. like to run. I picked up Daryl Henderson. I need him to get a good amount of points for me. And I think he can. But the thing is, remember when the Rams beat the Bucks earlier in the year? I have a feeling that's the type of game it might be. 
Like not, I think it is going to be like that. Not so much that the Rams beat them by like a decent amount, but like so much that the Rams are going to want to pass. And they're going to run a lot of RPOs, but because like the Seahawks, their defense has been picking up. I, I can't even lie. No, they have been playing well. They, they really have. Yeah, so we're getting there. So, I mean, I'm going to have to take the Rams, but don't be surprised if the Seahawks take this. Really, really don't. Um, I'm, like, sad going against the Seahawks. Mm, and I, this is a tough game to pick. Will, who do you have here? Like, that's what I said, like, where we started talking about, like, right when I, like, started talking about Rams-Seahawks. Like, I really don't know because it it's literally, like, if the Rams beat the Jets, I'd probably take the Seahawks, like, without a doubt. Oh, my God, the Rams lost to the Jets. Oh, my gosh. Give me the Seahawks. I forgot about that. <laughs> They're like, and, and that's what really confuses me because I know the Rams are, like, so much better than the Jets, but the Jets just wanted it really bad. And I feel like Russell Wilson's going to want this. And it's not even like the Rams had a bad game. They literally just like, they just gave up. Like they they literally just, they had so many options and they they just gave it up. They just gave it up. They, Mm -hmm. they did. They didn't, they didn't really know what they wanted to do at the end of the game. They had, they literally were in field goal range. They needed a touchdown. I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. And they decided to run a play that had only two routes and they threw to the guy, Marcus May, the best defender on that Jets defense. <laughs> no, and wait. It's a great idea. I'm going to say something pretty bold. If the Seahawks score on the first on their first offensive drive, they're winning like easy easily. The Seahawks struggle very very much. You know, you've seen Seahawks the Seahawks have some comebacks, but the Seahawks really shine when they score first. They really do. They, it's the they need to they need to play ahead. They like to play ahead in close games. They don't like to play behind in close games, but they find themselves in a hole. If they don't dig themselves a hole early, they will win this game. So yeah, I think that I think in terms of the weapons that the Seahawks have, the problem is is when like in games that were really close and you guys were like kind of like only one or two points behind, mm-hmm. DK and Tyler Lockett had struggle. Yeah, exactly. Because it was more of a force. It was more of a force to get it over there. I feel like if they get DK like open on some kind of a play early on, he gets a big yardage. They got to get then they're then they're nervous because now they're playing a fight against DK, and you forget about Tyler Lockett, and then you forget Mm. they have was it uh, is it David David Moore, Moore. David Moore, and they had that rookie kid. I believe is he undrafted, or is he from Florida? He's from Florida. Um, From Florida, who's actually not bad at all. Yeah, yep. and and it, you start to question what what can I do to fight against DK, and then you they have three other solid wide receivers, and now and, the playing field is open, and they also and have then Will the run game. out of tight end, and Chris Carson's going to be there, Rashad Penny's going to be there, Carlos Hyde's going to be there. That's two thousand yard backs from last year, and then Rashad Penny, who was I, actually pretty close as well. And and I think I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one, and I just think yeah, I changed my mind on the Seahawks too. I just, I, I mean, it's going to be, I think this is going to be one of the better games this week, if not the best game. Yeah. There's, there's a lot that. of great games. There, there's like three solid games. We have Colts Steelers. We have this game. And I think and the then, Sunday night, and then this Sunday yep. night game is going to be pretty good. Titans uh-huh. Packers, Packers minus three and a half. And I think this is going to be a battle. A little, I think it's, it's going to be a bloodbath. 
I don't know and, if the Packers are ready for Derrick Henry, in my opinion. I don't I don't think I don't think they are either. I think the Titans can pull this one off. And I I, I, I think so too. And I just I'm going up against Devontae Adams, who's a bucket, a walking bucket, but I need I need something to happen this weekend. Because I like the Titans defense too. I honestly kind of do this week. They've been ste- they've been stepping it up lately. They've been playing really well. They, AJ they Brown's nice been playing them. well. Yep, um, and I need him this week and too. Corey Corey Davis showed up last week. He was injured for a while this season, and he came back like he wasn't at all, which is good for the Titans. I feel like, even though they had some players injured, I feel like some of the players that weren't getting a whole lot of like play and a whole lot of not a whole not getting a lot of act activity in game. Jeez, uh-huh. for the start there. Yeah, a lot of action. I kind of it kind of proved to them as rest. And right now they're making that playoff push, becoming a better team. And we we were we were talking down on their name earlier, but that was because mm-hmm. they were playing like literal like their shit. Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to collect it together. Derrick Henry's playing like Derrick Henry, and it's just it's just what it is. And I right. don't feel like the Packers are necessarily ready for someone of Derrick Henry's capabilities because we saw what happened when Dalvin Cook had a chance. They lost. Exactly. That's actually very facts. Like, William, just speaking facts out here. Absolutely. I mean, Will, I think that was one of your better rants that you've had on Inside the Five. I think so, too. I'm actually pretty proud of that one. That was one of the better ones I've had. (laughs) But, yeah, um, I need A.J. Brown here. I need Devontae Adams not to go off here. Uh, Give me the Titans, uh, and we will remember the Titans. Uh, On Monday night, we got the Pats playing the Bills. Buffalo minus seven. Buffalo already won the AFC East. Will I hate to break it to you, Will, but I don't. I don't see the Pats winning here. Yeah, I, I don't either. And um, I was talking. Shout out my dad really quick, but we were talking today in the car. We were making the rounds for. Uh, we were dropping off some presents today to the family and everything like that. Um, we were talking about the playoffs and everything coming up, and the AFC is pretty scary for the playoffs. And I mean that because any team can lose. Yeah. It's not like, like, obviously you see the Chiefs and like, oh, they're probably going to win. But like, keep in mind here, the Chiefs lost to the Raiders and the Raiders fell off a cliff. And they almost lost to the Dolphins and the Dolphins are playing pretty well. So I think the Chiefs could lose to anyone. I think any of the AFC teams could lose to anyone. And I don't know if I can say the same about the NFC because they're more of a tight knit like mm-hmm. group of teams that are elite compared to the rest. But when you see the AFC, like I could like when we make our playoff predictions, like when we go through what the brackets looking like, when we make our brackets and stuff like that, I don't know what to do because when I come across a team like the Bills, they could be any team. They like on any given Sunday, but still. Yeah, that's that is very true. It's it's gonna be interesting on the AFC side of things, like you said, because Obviously, it's going to be fun on the NFC as well, but the NFC, we know it's going to be fun. The AFC, there's those sneaky teams, like the yeah, Colts. There's, there's a lot of sneaky if teams. They can find their yeah. way in. The Ravens, if they can find their way in. The Bills, even though they won their division, like you don't know what they're going to do against the team like the Chiefs. The Steelers are falling off a cliff, so that kind of eliminates them. Like I'll probably have them losing in the first round. I think um, they I, I, like they could easily lose in the first round, and and that, and like you said, the Colts they can easily ruin a team's playoff hopes, like instantaneously. As could, I mean, as could the Titans. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a crazy playoff. Yeah, I, I really do. It will be, be yep. crazy. Mm-hmm. 
But that is going to wrap us up with NFL Week 16. Um, Will, as we know, this is the final episode of this is the final episode that we have for the year that one of us is caring about fantasy going into the weekend. That's this, like is the, this, is, this is technically the second to last fantasy breakdown we're going to have until next season for yep. football. This is, yeah, so let's just get it started here. Um, so it's Super Bowl time, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody that plays fantasy football, you know that week 16 is the Super Bowl. Uh, and it's kind of a tough time for a Super Bowl because some teams aren't playing meaningful football, right? So exactly. I talked about it a little bit on the last episode. Um, playing against my boy Danny. Shout out Danny. Uh, also very, very respectful. Very respectful kid. Love Danny. Um, we made a little deal. Uh, so, you know, Danny hasn't sent his 20 into the pool. Well, we um, haven't been able to see him. That, but right, exactly. It, it, exactly. Situ- we're not going to explain that. We, we it, it makes no, sense. we got it all covered. But uh, so Danny still has his twenty. Uh, everybody put in twenty, and uh, if he wins, he's giving me the twenty he has. Uh, if I win, he's keeping his twenty. So because yeah. everybody else in the league doesn't like to do runner up, but I mean, if you make it to the Super Bowl, you make it to the Super Bowl. I think you deserve something there. I agree. I think runner up should be a legitimate thing. Yeah. So anyway, let's get let's get into the fantasy breakdown. Uh, starting off, Russell Wilson going up against Deshaun Watson. That, those are the two quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson's going up against Cincinnati, who looked pretty good last week, and Russell Wilson obviously going up against the Rams, the number one defense. Um, Russell Wilson only put up thirteen um, against the Washington Football Team, and last week Deshaun Watson put up twenty three against the Indianapolis Colts, who have a good run defense, not the best pass defense. So. He's projected 20 this week. Russell Wilson is projected, I believe, 17, 18. So I just need him to be close to Deshaun. That's all I need. That's really all I need here. Because going into the running backs, I got Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Swift. He's got Miles Gaskin for Miami, who is – oh, he's healthy. I thought he was questionable, but he is healthy. He's projected 13, and he has Gus Edwards as well, who is projected only 7, which is good for me. Um, so I'm liking my I'm liking my matchups at running back. Uh, moving on to wide receivers, I got AJ Brown and Marquise Brown, uh, and he has Devonte Adams and Jarvis Landry, which could get scary. But Jarvis Landry projected 15, Devonte Adams projected like 25 or something like that. Yeah, 25, which he underperformed last week, which could happen again this week. Um, I'm not counting it out. AJ Brown projected 15, Marquise Brown projected 11 or 12. So. I need them to stay close as well. I need my yeah. advantages. I feel like my advantages are a lot heavier than his advantages here. Because moving on to the tight end, I have the best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey. He has Evan Ingram. He's projected to outscore him by like 15, so that's good. Uh, flexes, as I said earlier in the episode, I have the Rams starting running back. So I have three starting running backs here this week. And the Rams are definitely playing for something. Uh, New Orleans is playing for the bye. And... Uh, Detroit is playing because their coach has COVID. If the you think about coach. it, exactly. Tennessee's fighting for the playoffs. So is Baltimore, Kansas City, gonna lock up the bye this week. The Rams fighting for the one seed in the West. I got Tampa Bay's defense taking on the Lions, which is kind of weird because I got DeAndre Swift, but 
That was honestly my best option for this week. He has Carolina's defense taking on Washington, uh, which kind of depends because we don't know who their quarterback will be. And then I have Justin Tucker at kicker taking on the Giants. Baltimore against the Giants. I think he'll score a good amount. And he has Greg the leg of the Cowboys taking on Philly, which I don't think he'll do that much. He's projected eight. Justin Tucker's projected nine. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Will. Um, the matchup predictor, the little bubble. Yeah, that's right. We have a bubble here. Uh, 55% in my favor, 45% to Danny. I'm projected 135 points, and he's projected 121. Okay. So I'm projected to win by 15. That's, that, that's good, seeing the fact that Devontae Adams, because when I played Danny earlier this season, like, I really got lucky. Like, that was the week that Ty Lockett dropped 52 points after um, Devontae Adams dropped literally, what was it, 48? Uh-huh. Which was, the mo- which was like, the most that's been all season, like, at yeah. that time, which was, like, a crazy effort for me. But we could see what – what um, why do I keep fumbling his name? I don't know what's wrong with me right now. Um, Devontae Adams, sorry. There, there we go. Devontae Adams can do – on a week-to-week basis. So, like, if if the Titans defense holds them off, uh, you have a great chance. Which is doable. Yeah. Like, that's doable. And being projected to win by 15, I just need my guys to do what they're, like, supposed to do. And if he has Devontae Adams overperform by 10 points, I'm still projected to win. The thing is, the reason why I'm scared of Devontae Adams here is because he's playing Sunday night. So, it's all going to come down to Sunday night. Because I have A.J. Brown as well. So it's going to be a duel. And A.J. Brown shouldn't score as much as Devontae Adams, obviously. Yeah. But if he's near them, if he's near him on Sunday night, I think I'm going to go into Sunday night with a nice little lead or maybe a big lead. I mean, who knows? Yeah, we, we don't really know. I just need A.J. Brown to hold his own on Sunday night because it's literally just a wide receiver matchup to I mean, yeah. end our fantasy season. So it's going to be interesting. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be a great, it's gonna be a great fantasy weekend last weekend. So uh, yeah, and you guys will know before the recording because shout out to at Inside the Five Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I will post the results on social media. I will let you guys know what happened. Uh, if I lost, I lost. If I win, I mean, give me my money. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna be a little. Which will be a little fun. Me. Uh, you know, yeah, Will's gonna Will's our bank, Will's our treasurer of the league. I'm the treasurer. Will has all the money. I think I told you at the beginning of the year you're gonna be sending me some money. I think you did. (laughs) Yeah, someone uh, someone said in the Venmo that they were sending you're gonna send me this back. Yeah, it's just sending December. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) yeah, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. You guys will see. Uh, make sure you follow Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Inside the Five Pod Five being the number so inside the the number five insert the number five there pod mm-hmm. uh subscribe to the youtube go check out the youtube at inside the five uh, i got a few videos i'm editing right now they're going to be out very very soon christmas is a tough time once again um and will you got anything to say you can take um, us actually, out. You, you, know, you can take us out you can take us out i won't say a word until i say peace all right um i actually do have some some news. I actually have some pretty good news. So we're going to throw it back to before the NBA season started, which was honestly not that long ago, but in terms of the time, it feels like it was a lot longer than it has been. Um, so quick throwback to the episode. We went over the jerseys. 
Um, yep. We talked about all the city editions, all the New Jersey's in the league. We talked about everything. And a specific team that we talked about that we weren't a huge fan of was the Pistons. The Detroit Pistons. They had pretty much the same jersey concept, changed a couple of things up. I mean, it was they kind of cleaned it up for what they had last year. Right. But it, they could have they could have done better. 100%. So, as we were speaking, Pistons hire Big Sean as their new creative director. <laughs> Big Sean. Nice. Big Sean. So, he actually I believe he does have a Mitchell and Ness Detroit Pistons like they did a collab with a bunch of rappers, which yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty sick. The fact that so what he's gonna create so when fans come back in game experience, you know how a lot of teams are into making like the court kind of like flow in and out and have different designs flowing on it, but pregame, mm-hmm. um, new merch designs, maybe possibly his whole like Detroit Pistons line through them and yeah. possibly jersey designs. So maybe like just for fans specific jerseys or maybe even on court jerseys or practice, kind of like how Drake has with OVO and mm-hmm. um in the Raptors. So I just wanted to say, I think that's pretty cool. And I'm, I'm honestly kind of excited to see what they do because obviously big Jersey guys here, huge Jersey guys, one of the bigger Jersey guys. And I think that'd be sick to see what they can come up with for the Detroit Pistons. Cause they've had a lot of pretty decent logos I'd say in the past. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to end on that. Uh, I guess shout out big Sean, maybe going to get some cool jerseys soon. So hundred percent. But other than that, Have a great weekend. Watch some football. Watch some basketball. And enjoy the holidays. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. Peace. Peace. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.